In this presentation, we will use tax software to take a look at some examples of Form 2441, how to calculate the child and dependent care expenses credit on Form 2441. Here is our test 1040. We have the head of household filing status. We've got the one dependent. We're going to scroll down and say that the wages was 50,000, 50,000 compared to the standard deduction, which is going to be 18,000. 18000 for the head of household filing status leaves us with taxable income of the 32000 tax being calculated at 3571 Then, of course, we have our credits, child tax credit, not what we're concentrating on here. Uh, we're concentrating on the child and dependent care expenses credit. But we can see that 2000 plus well, the one we're concentrating on is the 2600 And that gives us this tax after the line 12 credits of 971. If we go to, to schedule three, we'll see that 600. This is the credit we're looking for, the credit for child independent care expenses, which will be coming from or calculated on form 2441. This is where we'll concentrate now, 2441. Part one, we've got the organization that we have put in. We just put organization. We've got the address and then the ID number, which would be the social security number or EIN number, the amount that was paid to them, 7,000. Then we're going to say that we have the dependents, in this case only one, that we paid 7000 for the care for to this organization. And so the, if there was more than one, of course, you would think that these two or uh, amount of children would then add up to the amount that was paid to the one organization or multiple organizations up here. In this case, we have one dependent paid to one organization. Those two numbers then match up. So we then have the, the information line uh, seven or part c qualified expenses and then line three says add the amounts in column three of line two don't enter more than three thousand for one qualifying person or six thousand for two or more qualifying persons we only have one so there's the three thousand line four says enter your earned income there's only one person here so the earned income is fifty thousand in other words we're not married so just the fifty thousand number sub five says if married filing jointly, enter your spouse's earned income. If you or your spouse was a student or was disabled, see instructions, all others, enter the amount on line four. So notice the same number because we're not, we don't have to enter two spouses because there's only one because this was a married filing or this was a head of household return. And then line six says, enter the smaller of three, four, or five, which in our case is the 3,000, the dollar limitation for just the one uh, person qualified. Then we're going to say that line 7 enter the amount from form 1040 line 7. That is of course our our AGI adjusted gross income. Let's just check that out. If we go to the 1040 line 7 we can see our AGI is that 50,000. There were no adjustments to it so that's just our W-2 wage in this case. Back to form 2441. So that's going to be the 50,000. And then we're going to look at our table. Line 8 says, enter on, enter on line 8 the decimal amount shown below that applies to the amount on line 7. So we're using our AGI, or just a gross income, our income, and then we're taking these percentages. And of course, you can see that as the income goes up, the percentage that we're going to use, the decimal, is going to go down. So our, we're at 50,000. So if we go up to the 50,000, uh, we're up to 43, up to no limit. We're all the way maxed out, so we're at the, the lowest kind of rate over here at the 0.2. So the 20% or 0.2, and 
And then we're going to take the uh, line 9 says multiply line 6 by the decimal amount on line 8. We'll take the 3,000 then on line 6, 3,000 times the amount on line 8, which is of course the 0.2 times 0.2. That's going to give us our 600. So notice what we took here, the 3,000, which is the lower of the income limit or the, or the amount of the earnings, the earned income. And then we have the AGI over here. So we took the 3,000 times the 0.2 to get the 600. Line 10 here says tax liability limit. Enter the amount from the credit limit worksheet in the instructions. That's going to be 3,571. Now we could take a look at that worksheet, but if you go back to the 1040, notice if you look at line 11, that's going to be that 3,571. The 3,571 before we took basically the, the credits on line 12, which is the child tax credit and uh, including the child independent care credit in line 12. So the 2,000 from the child tax and the 2,600. So this is in essence our liability because what we're doing is saying, hey, this the amount of the credit can't be greater than basically this liability, meaning we can't have no liability and then take the credit and get a refund past the liability is in essence what this limit is doing. So if we go back to here, We'll say that's going to be our liability if we take a look at the worksheet here's our worksheet enter the amount uh, from form 1040 line 11 and then enter the amount from schedule uh, 3 line 48 so that's going to be that information and then of course the credit for child independent care expenses is the 600 enter the smaller of line 9 or line 10 here and on schedule 3 so here's the 600 schedule 3 then on 600 here and then uh, on the 1040, it's included in line 12, along with there's the 600 and the 2000 for the child tax credit. Now, if we look at some scenarios, if we had basically uh, two dependents, then we could see what would happen to this form 2441. This, this amount could possibly be 6000. So now we'll take a look at a situation where we have the head of household filing status, but now we have the two dependents here. So we've got two dependents. And then let's go to our form, our form on the 2441 and see the same kind of calculations. Now we're going to say that we paid a total of 8,000 to the same institution for the two, uh, the two children. One, uh, for the one child, we paid 7,000. For the other child, we paid 1,000. So then we see on line three, it says add the amounts in column three of line two. Don't enter more than 3,000 for one a qualifying person or 6,000 for two or more. So now we have two or more. So here we have the 6,000. So the total paid eight, it's being limited to the 6,000, the amount that was paid. And then we have the income, which was 50,000. It's head of household. So that's on line four and five. And then of course, the smaller of those would be the 6,000 amount. And then we would go through and have the same kind of information as we go from there, however, now we've got, of course, the 6,000 times the 20%, 6,000 times the 20% gives us that uh, 1,200 rather than obviously the 600 last time, which would be half of that. Then our liability here, so our liability is 3571, which means that we're going to take the full 1,200. Now we're going to say that we have a married filing joint return rather than a head of household return. We still have the two dependents and we have the 50,000 still of the income, but now we need to know who earned the income between the two spouses to, to know how to break this out. That information can't be seen here, but will be reported on the 2441. 
So 2441, we're going to say we have the same 8,000 that was paid uh, to this institution for the two children, the same seven and one breakout between the two children. The max is still with the married filing joint, 6,000, because that's the two children. And then in line four, enter your earned income. So one spouse's earned income, we're going to say is 40,000. And then now we have a difference in line five. If married jointly, enter your spouse's earned income, which is now the 10,000. So the adding of those two then would, would be what's on the 1040, the 50,000. And then we're at the limit of the 6,000 because the 6,000 was our uh, limit. And the 6,000, uh, then 50,000 was the AGI. And we have the times the 20%. So we have that same uh, 1,200. Now we could see and imagine situations where this number is, is different, right? The 6,000 would be different if one of these two amounts was below, uh, was below the 6,000. So let's say that the second, uh, our, our spouse had something below 6,000 of income. So now we're going to say there's the same 50,000, but the breakout now is the 45,000 and 5,000. And now we can see that line six then would be limited to that 5,000. So now it's limited to the 5,000 times the 20% is only the thousand. And then we would have the thousand. So that's one type of limitation uh, that can be there. If we run another scenario, we're going to say now, let's say that on the form 1040, we have income of 35,000 rather than 50,000. So if we go to our 2441, then we're going to say, all right, now we brought it back to, to 6,000 uh, could be the highest amount that would be between the two for the two children, qualifying children. Then we have the 25,000, we're going to say for one uh, of the spouses, 10,000 for the other. Therefore, 6,000 is, is the highest of those three numbers. We'd have the 6,000 and then times the 0.25 would give us the 1,500. 1,500. And notice, of course, the 0.25 is coming from this table. So it's 0.25 as opposed to when we had a higher income, it could go down to basically 20%. So we're getting a higher amount there, which could be good, 1,500. However, it's being limited by this, uh, by this amount here. This is going to be the tax liability limit. And this tax liability limit, you can see, is on form 1040 line 11. So, it's, so that's going to limit the deduction. Instead of 1,500, it's limited to 1,103. How is that happening? Well, if we go to 1040, note that 35,000 minus the 24,000 is 11,000 taxable income. The tax is then 1,103. And therefore, we're, we're being limited to the amount of the tax. So we can't, we can't have the credit that's going to take the tax below zero, in other words. And so it's, it brings it here. Now, these two credits could, because this is the additional credit, these are the refundable credits. So that's where, that's where that limit will fall. And that's how it basically works out here. We're going to have that limit. The other way a limit can work out if we have the same information, but now we said we only paid 2,000 total to the institution. 2,000 instead of, I believe it was seven or 8,000 last time. That means that we pay, we're going to say we paid 1,000 for each of the qualifying children. And then line three then is going to be limited to the 2,000. It's not going to be the max of 6,000. It's the lower of how much we paid or up to 6,000 for two children, 3,000 for one. We've got the 25,000 and the 10,000 for the earned income. And then we're limited to the, of course, the 2000, which of course is the amount we paid this time. And if we take that times the 25%, we get the 500, that being lower than liability for the 500 that we would then pull over to schedule three.